Morning City Church. This is Ann Stewart Freeman, hoping to bring you a moment of sanity at the start of your day, a moment of truth from God's Word, a moment of grace. So lately I've been into true crime podcasts and documentaries. This will come as a shock to my college roommates who used to have to watch me walk into the house from my car if I arrived home after dark. And it's probably not smart because I'm still a scaredy cat to some degree. But I get so hooked by the mystery and investigation. I love listening as they put the pieces of the puzzle together. I love the twists and turns and surprises. I love when they finally uncover all of the answers. Learning more about Jacob's dream in Genesis 28 felt like uncovering a mystery. I listened not to a true crime podcast for insight, but, of course, a sermon by Tim Keller. It's like he was the detective, and he gave me the answers I didn't even know I was looking for. You see, at first glance, we see this amazing and grand dream that give both the reader and Jacob a sense that God is all-powerful and yet close and with us. It gives you a warm, fuzzy feeling. But when you look deeper you see that the only way God can be close and fulfill his promises is through the cross. To catch you up with where we are in Jacob's story, he has just fled from his family after stealing his brother Esau's birthright. He has nothing and no one. He's so desperate, he uses a stone for a pillow. He had come to a place that he would shortly name Bethel, and he fell asleep. Here's where we pick up. And he dreamed, and behold, there was a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven, and behold, the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac. The land on which you lie I will give to you and to your offspring. Your offspring shall be like the dust of the earth, and you shall spread abroad to the west and to the east and to the north and to the south and in you and your offspring shall all the families of the earth be blessed behold i am with you and will keep you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land for i will not leave you until i have done what i have promised you then jacob awoke from his sleep and said surely the lord is in this place and i did not know it and he was afraid and said how awesome is this place This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. The ESV uses the word ladder, but this word could also be translated stairway. The ESV says that the Lord stood above it, but this could also be translated that the Lord stood beside him. Hold that thought. This isn't the first time we've been told about a structure reaching to the heavens. Back in Genesis 11, the people decided to build a tower to reach the heavens so that they could make a name for themselves. Most world religions hold a similar premise. It's by your own work and good deeds that you receive blessing. You climb your way up to God through your own effort, and he will bless you. Christianity is the opposite. We don't make our own way to God. Our God comes down. The gate of heaven stood open with angels, God's messengers, ascending and descending. But God came down and stood beside Jacob. 
Ultimately, he came down in the form of Jesus. And here comes the shocking twist. When Jesus is gathering his first disciples, according to John's account, he makes an interesting comment to Nathaniel. Nathaniel is a little bit skeptical about Jesus at first, but Jesus reassures him by saying that he saw Nathaniel under the fig tree. That doesn't mean much to us, but clearly it meant something to Nathaniel because he calls Jesus the Son of God in response. But then Jesus says this in John chapter 1, verse 50. Because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree. Do you believe? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Notice that he doesn't say that the angels will be ascending and descending on the stairway. They will be ascending and descending on him. Jesus is the stairway. He made a way. Through the cross, through sacrificing his body on our behalf, through taking all of our sin onto himself, his body became the stairway. He is the means by which we enter the gate of heaven. Isn't that crazy? Maybe this isn't breaking news to anybody else, but I thought that was such a cool connection. I'm nerdy like that. Anyways, this was a reminder to me that all of scripture points to Jesus. We can find him anywhere. We can find him in an amazing dream and in a gentle whisper and in a desperate psalm. Some instances may take more investigation than others, but he's there and it's worth our time to find him. Thanks for listening, City Church. Tune in again on Monday for another episode of Good Morning City Church. Until then, stay well and do good. City Church is a weekday podcast produced by the staff and members of City Church of Richmond, located in Richmond, Virginia. To learn more about us, please visit citychurchrva.com. That's C-I-T-Y-C-H-U-R-C-H-R-V-A.com. And thanks for listening.